Well, I was hoping we would be having an NCAA tournament game coming down on the wire, close game, and we get maybe a last-second shot or something, but taking a while to get there and also not appearing to be a close one is Notre Dame-Alabama. Nope. Touchdown Jesus is up 13 points on the Elephants. Javon Quinterly out with that knee injury suffered uh, in the first half that limited him to just three minutes. Yeah. And that's a big loss for Alabama. And uh, Notre Dame has not shown any signs of being tired after playing overtime the other night. Which, by the way, um, Loyola Chicago. Oof. Oh, boy. Uh, boy, did you guys suck today. Man, the first year without Porter Mosier, Coach Valentine's there now. He's mm-hmm. like th- he's younger than me. Mm-hmm. He's like thirty years old, mm-hmm. young pup. I mean, I know today's like the day and age of the young coach. Like, like, look at uh, uh, is it Todd Golden? Is yes, that his name Todd Golden from San Francisco, who's by the way apparently headed to Florida. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You stole my thunder. Sorry, but yes, and he's thirty six. Yeah, with three years of head coaching experience under his belt, like you know better than some but yeah the uh the coaching the coaching average age in college basketball is getting lower and lower as we move on in in through the uh into the future of college basketball who there's it's on the tip of my tongue there's somebody else also like their mid-30s maybe even early early 30s i can't spit it out right now it might come to me later but uh and then you have Texas and Virginia Tech. Texas up eight points. Well, I'm, on cue, the coughing's back. I, I'm looking forward to the ding at the end here today, by the way. Men's <laughs> basketball coaching search day number nine. Ding. Steven, you can just go and give yourself a timeout. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? I deserve that. I deserve that. <laughs> so, uh, Derek Young from Case in Online, putting this on Case in Online earlier today and uh, <clears throat> giving us a little bit of an inside of what's currently kind of the status of who K-State is trying to hire, who Gene Taylor is trying to hire as the next men's basketball coach at Kansas State. And, of course, there's a ding. Number one <laughs> is Brad Underwood. But in his uh, – what D.Y. posted at the uh, 8 o'clock hour this morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Again, I'm trying not to cough. It's, again, 5 o'clock. It's starting to happen. The medicine is worn off. I know I got to do it. I'm trying not to. I'm fighting it. I'm in trouble. <laughs> and this is an important segment because I some things I want to get off my chest. But including um, the phlegm. Basically what was said, there's not like a ton of detail, but an offer has been put out to Brad Underwood. Brad Underwood reached out and had financial desires and K-State had sent out an offer that was believed to meet those what brad was wanting okay and it sounds like that he has actually turned that down really so and and from what i've heard and maybe i'm not even supposed to mention this maybe i could get a lot of trouble for this but i was told like a pretty lucrative 
deal was put on the table and it was turned down. If this was it, I'm not exactly sure. If it was another one, I'm not exactly sure. I don't have those details. But a very lucrative deal was put on the table, like one you would not expect him to turn down, and it was turned down. So I'm very caught off guard by that news. It's not what I would have expected to be the answer to something like that. I, and it, it leaves me to speculation, and I do not want to be that guy like – is Brad trying to roll this and just do mm-hmm. a better deal with with Illinois? Is mm-hmm. it something in that neighborhood? Or is he really trying to just pump out all the money he can possibly can out of K-State knowing K-State wants him to come? But also we've heard before, Brad Underwood has also reached out to K-State wanting to come to Manhattan. It's happened. We know it's happened. Uh, my first reaction was, I can't imagine how frustrating that would be for K-State Athletics. That has got to be a very frustrating reaction to get after you put the money together. I'm curious to know, and and this is where, unfortunately, we're not going to be party to any of the context. This is where you want to be able to flesh out the further details. Is there more involved there beyond just the money that has Brad Brad concerned? Is there more there than just the money that Brad was looking for that he didn't feel was there to backstop that offer? That's, that's yeah, where yeah, I don't we, know. we have no idea the, the extraneous stuff that goes into, into that. We just know that the financial offer was made and that apparently, again, per that reporting, that the offer was turned down. Yeah, I mean, it, I I never like from what I heard, I, like I never got a number total or anything sure. like that. Any kind of any sort of number that would say or prove that it's a lucrative deal. It's just like an above average deal, like a deal like K State's ever made before, like that kind of thing. I was like, well, Brad Underwood's got to take that right, and it sounds like he's turned it down. So yeah, I, I mean, if I was Gene Taylor in the athletic department right now be scratching my head, rubbing my forehead, pulling on my ears, ripping off my jaw, wondering what in the world are we, what's going on here? Like I, I, yeah. To me, it doesn't make yeah. sense. Like I would imagine that's exactly what, it, what Brad Underwood would have wanted, and yet it, it, there's now pessimism on if a deal can actually be done right now, and that, that, that worries me, but at the same time, you know, I, I have my fingers crossed that who's now second on my list, and that's the Baylor assistant in, in Jerome Tang, who, and I, I, I've stated before all the things I like about him. And there's quite a few. There's a good list of things that I like about him. I mean, for goodness sakes, he's one of the best assistant coaches in college basketball mm-hmm. right now, and he's been a gigantic part of the success of Baylor basketball. I mean, for goodness sakes, if Gene Taylor went and got – I don't remember who the – national championship winner was back in 2018 when coach Kleiman was hired but if it was a top assistant coordinator or something from that team we would all be jumping for joy at that opportunity to get that coach and I understand you know maybe there's some out there that's not a big fan of Jerome Tang or you feel entitled that if it's 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 Brad Underwood or die like it's Brad we got to get him he's the only guy that's the only way there's going to be success. I mean, Jerome Tang, I have full confidence, full confidence 
that if, if Casey was able to get him, a home run higher. Absolutely. Brad Underwood is a grand slam. And the grand slam part of that is of him being a you know K-State guy, wanting to come here, has had great success at other places, and you're able to work out a, a, a big deal, but a, a deal that he would want and want to come over here and coach for you, like a big-time coach wants to come work for you, that's, a, that's huge. That's a grand slam. But Jerome Tang is still a home run. That's mm-hmm. a big hire, especially with still on the table. You have Missouri. You have LSU. Florida is now off the table, but you have SEC job offers out there on the table, and you know the clock is ticking. Missouri is going to be a question mark, just in general. Well, I've heard uh, Matt McMahon, of course, McMahon, Murray State. Right. His name has been floating around Mizzou, LSU. LSU is is the tough one because I honestly don't see how any coach that isn't along the lines of a Roy Williams who decides that this is the chance I have to take even with everything that LSU is going to be facing takes that job. I, I just don't see it as one that has much lure for someone other than someone who is looking to build a program themselves and and doesn't mind what they're going to have to go through in terms of the NCAA. Now, uh, Brad Underwood in Illinois, they do play in less than an hour. Let me let me scroll down here. Just get the uh, five fifty. That was the that was the preset time in my move, or I, because of a game beforehand. I don't know who's before them, but uh, they're playing in Pittsburgh. Um, shout out to Pittsburgh. That's where. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that where the Jamar Samuels? Uh, they're they're playing in Pittsburgh, right? When that whole thing happened, believe when, so. Because they played Southern Miss first, mm-hmm. and then Syracuse the next day. Didn't get to play the Syracuse game because he got in, in some trouble. But I believe that all happened in Pittsburgh. I don't, I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure. I'm sure those out there that have a lot better memory than I do will remember that. But um, Chad doing in Illinois play at five fifty. That'll be on uh, on TBS. That uh, Illinois game should be pretty well hard timed because they're in. That's going to be the first game of the night session, and it's going to be some. Uh, it's going to get some really good eyeballs around here. Oh gosh, yes, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people in purple will be rooting for a loss for Brad because then he could put his attention. <laughs> it's a very selfish thing, uh, and allow me to be selfish. For a little while, I'm not a selfish person, really. I don't consider myself a selfish person, uh, but I will be a little bit selfish in rooting for Chattanooga uh, because that'll get the attention solely on the season ending for Illinois, and he can maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, Brad Underwood will reconsider the money that is on the table Mm -hmm. for him coming from K-State and a lot of, I'm sure, uh, a a few folks out there that are helping out. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. By the way, thank you to uh, Big Steve. I, I've, I'm, I'm lifting his time out because he went and got me some water, and that saved me because I haven't coughed since. Woo, no more time out. I'm a free man. Speaking of Big Steve, coming up next, he is going to be delivering today's Ask Us Anything. Before we get to Big Steve, I just want to say Virginia Tech, bunch of losers. They're letting Chris Beard in Texas just completely control them in the second half. Embarrassing Virginia Tech. 
keeping in mind that their run in the ACC tournament was unexpected. Virginia Tech, just do us all a favor. Quit playing Inner Sandman. Let somebody worthy enough to play that song at their arenas wow. and stadiums. Big Steve, what do you have for us? All right, well, as Dave G normally does, he does, you know, the Ask a K-Rocker question, so we'll start with that. So what Ooh. did you learn at an embarrassingly late age? Dave G's answer was he learned that soft drinks got their name because there's no alcohol in them, and that's actually mine for today as well. That's my answer as well because I didn't know that. I thought it was just because of the carbonation. Um, You know the song... Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah. I just learned like a month ago that it was Snoop Doggy Dog, not something else. I just always just kind of hummed it. Oh. Snoop Doggy. Yeah. I never, I was like, you okay. idiot. There's a lot of songs lyrically that we could probably qualify in this, <laughs> in this question. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go that route, too, oh, and, and think it through, but li- yeah. Lyrics, uh, you know, I, I can't give you a great example right now other than that what I just gave you, but there's a right. lot of songs. There's a, there's a whole yeah. book out there that is titled, by the way, to mock that, Excuse Me While I Kiss This Guy. All right. Because that one I never was confused with. That You may not have been, but there were a lot of people that were. <laughs> All right, next question here. Uh, What makes you, like, really, really angry? Like, just red in the face, like you're mad, blood vessels in your eyes popping, you're mad. Where do I get started? I figured he was going to start with Texas right now, actually. Well, when it comes to daily life, Manhattan, Kansas traffic, I'm sorry. I I love you for many reasons, but your driving is one that is not. I mean, I'm... Sorry, Manhattan, but boy, when it comes to town, big towns or cities, it, I'm sorry, but it doesn't get much worse than Manhattan. It just, I don't know what it is. Just slow driving everywhere or can't navigate roundabouts. Don't know how they work or <laughs> it, See, another thing, a lot. four-way stops. People do not no. know no. the rules to four-way stops. It, it's whoever's first, then to the right. And, and I'm not done. And... Parking, oh, parking. Here, here's the deal. But it's like on, like on streets, right? And like when you're waiting for somebody, I've seen too many people. And a guy got really upset with me one time because he would actually pull over to. I, I saw it one time. I, I took his spot because he was over in the handicap spot, but parked parallel with the street. He just pulled over because he was allowing traffic to go by. And then waiting for the car to pull out so he could take that spot. I was like, idiot, you don't pull over and wait for a spot. You just park yourself in the street and wait for that person to come out and then you take the spot. Like a normal American. Yeah. Anything, Troy? Waiting for people to back into their parking spots. (laughs) So the only time I ever do that, I, I really actually never do that, but I've done it one time is at an event and my parking spot was up against like a curb so I couldn't like pull straight out mm-hmm. and it's a lot easier when you're getting out of a big event that if you back in and then you're just able to pull out but it's a lot easier just drive yeah. away 
for not me, a, not a fan. Yeah, for me, it's people that drive 10 under the speed limit. There's several roads here that are posted 40, and people still do like 25, 30 on them. And I'm just like, come on. Oh, Hayes Drive. Hayes Drive is Marlott Avenue too, heading to Denison. But Hayes, people always go 30 instead of 40. <laughs> it's and I'm, 40. I'm yelling at them. It's 40. I do the same thing, just in my car. Just it's 40. Let's go. I'm shouting out you folks from Pottawatomie County that go 30. On Hayes. All right. Last question. Let's squeeze it in real quick. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would that be? I would say a burrito with a side of wings with mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, um, throw in some Thanksgiving ham or like Thanksgiving turkey, Thanksgiving ham. Uh, let's see what else can I add to this. You're one meal, load, right? You're, you're loading everything on. <laughs> well, sure. He said one meal. He didn't say one thing. That I did. I like the idea of the mac and cheese, fried chicken, mashed potatoes, good cream gravy. You have a favorite place for fried chicken? Uh, right now it happens to be, if you can believe it, Pizza Ranch. Oh, interesting. I can believe it. All right, we got K-State baseball coming up. It's going to be Matt Walters, Justin Tadman on the call as they open up a three-game series against Moorhead State. We'll get you weather and then send you out to Toyton Family Stadium next.